Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm Griffin Buck. Boston's been a bit warm lately. Temperatures on Thursday and Friday hanging out in the mid-70s to low 80s. We go now to Yulala Kajioka with a campus news update. Boston University announced on Wednesday that it will not be changing the academic calendar for the fall semester. As scheduled, classes will begin on September 2nd and end December 10, with final exams done by December 19. BU will still offer in-person classes after the Thanksgiving break. Some other colleges have adjusted their academic calendars so the semester would end by Thanksgiving break due to the pandemic. BU officials are encouraging students who want to complete their semester on campus to stay on campus for Thanksgiving break to prevent travelers from bringing COVID-19 back to campus. The university has assured that Thanksgiving dinners will be hosted for students who remain on campus for the holiday. For those who do plan on traveling during Thanksgiving break, BU recommends students to stay home and complete their semester online, as public health regulations might require them to quarantine for 14 days upon returning to campus. In Honolulu, Hawaii, I'm Ulala Kajioka from WTBU News. Thanks, Ulala. Amanda Schneider is here now with a New England news update. The Connecticut State Senate passed a police accountability bill on Wednesday morning after debating it since Tuesday night. The bill passed by a vote of 21 to 15 and was originally passed in the House last week. The bill requires more supervision of police officers within the state, such as the required use of body and dash cameras and an inspector general to review the use of deadly force. However, a topic of debate within the bill rests on the subject of an officer's qualified immunity, which protects government officials from being held liable for constitutional violations. The bill limits such immunities, though municipalities will continue to cover liabilities of officers that have been sued. Additionally, the bill gives more power to the state's Police Officers Training and Standards Council, which will be given the right to decertify an officer, which in hand will not allow them to remain employed as one. It will also play a role in the shaping and training of police agencies. Additionally, police officers will be required to receive mental health screenings every five years. Democrats mainly voted together on the bill, with every Republican in the Senate voting against the bill. In Fairfield, Connecticut, I'm Amanda Schneider for WTVU News. Thank you, Amanda. Hannah Yoshinaga joins us now with a national news update. Federal troops sent to control protests in Portland will begin to leave the city this week, Oregon Governor Kate Brown stated Wednesday. Following an agreement negotiated between Brown and the Trump administration, the troops will exit in a phased withdrawal starting Thursday. Oregon State Police officers have been instructed to heavily monitor downtown Portland in place of federal agents and prioritize protecting federal properties during protests as part of the deal. However, President Trump said on Wednesday that the troops would not leave until Brown and Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler, both of whom he described as weak, secured the city from violent protests. The Trump administration has supported the use of federal troops in cities across the country and was considering sending up to 100 more troops to Portland prior to the agreement with Brown. In a Tuesday hearing with the House Judiciary Committee, Attorney General William Barr defended the use of federal agents to curb demonstrations. Although troops will leave Portland, federal law enforcement may be sent to other U.S. locations at the administration's discretion. From Orange County, California, I'm Hannah Yoshinaga for WTVU News. Thank you, Hannah. Finally tonight, Varsha Subramanian is here with an international news update. The U.K. to secure the continuity deal with Japan after the enactment of Brexit. The continuity pact with Japan is similar to the one Japan had with the European Union. Since the UK will exit the Union on January 1st, both countries hope to complete the deal by the end of the year. The deal will have zero tariffs on the cars imported from Japan. It will also cover services related to data more extensively than the deal Japan had with the European Union. 
The international trade spokesperson said that the goal of the deal is to improve the trade relationships between the two countries. The controversial area in the settlement was stocks of agriculture as the UK wanted to reduce tariffs on British agricultural goods, specifically exports of beef from the UK. However, the tight deadline for the new agreement leaves no more room for negotiation on this issue, forcing the UK to compromise. The deal is expected to be signed by both countries in September. In Dubai, UAE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. That's all for this edition of WTBU News Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to tune into our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Grace Ferguson, Alex Corey, Evan Jimenez, and Gabriela Lopez, my name is Griffin Buck reporting from Roseville, California for WTBU News.